Welcome to the podcast at DC hosted by The Lab at DC. The Lab is an applied scientific team in the executive office of the mayor for the District of Columbia. We use science to learn what works for Washingtonians. This episode is part of a special six-part mini-series that takes you through the lab's scientific process. To find out more about this approach and our work, please visit thelab.dc.gov. Hi, I'm Anita Ravishankar, a fellow at the lab at DC and a research scientist at the Metropolitan Police Department. I'm Vicki May, a data scientist at the lab at DC. And I'm Rebecca Johnson, a visiting data scientist at the lab at DC. Today, we're going to go through the sixth and final step in our scientific approach, and that step is repeat. So for the three of us, you're more likely to find us taking a leisurely stroll through DC parks than actually running anywhere. But we've heard of marathons. We know they're long. We know they're hard. We know they take a lot of time, training, and dedication to cross the finish line. And we know that because of that, marathoners do tempo runs, they do sprints, they stretch, they cross-train, they carbo-load, they add lean protein to their diets. And marathoners do this because they know that they won't make it the 26.2 miles if they prepare in only one way. So while the three of us may not be distance runners, our work in the lab at DC takes a marathoner's approach to DC's most pressing policy challenges. So those are things like improving police community relations, reducing student achievement gaps, alleviating poverty. These can't be solved overnight. They take time, they take repeated effort, and they take varied approaches to reach the final goal. So here's a few examples of how the lab and how our agency partners are going the distance to tackle pressing policy challenges in the district. So we know public trust is critical to effective policing and public safety. Police departments must leverage and evaluate a variety of tools to build and maintain that trust while making efficient and innovative use of resources. And that's precisely what the Metropolitan Police Department, or MPD, is doing. Starting in 2015, the lab worked with MPD to conduct a large-scale randomized evaluation of the police body-worn camera program. Using administrative data, including records of police use of force, civilian complaints, policing activity, and judicial outcomes, the lab at DC measured the impact of the program. In a surprise to many observers, we found that the cameras did not have the anticipated effects on the outcomes we studied. However, by providing a visual record of police resident interactions, the program helps facilitate transparency and accountability, advancing core values of MPD and the district. But we didn't just stop there. MPD and the lab collaborated again to build rigorous evaluation into a new initiative, a novel training program aimed at strengthening police community relations. This new training is designed to equip officers with detailed knowledge of the historical and cultural context in which they police here in DC. It includes a lecture on critical race theory and the history of the African-American experience in DC, as well as a guided tour of the National Museum of African-American History and Culture. Together, we're testing whether providing officers with a deeper, more nuanced understanding of the city in which they work empowers them to engage more effectively with residents. By repeating the project cycle, we can keep learning from our efforts and channel those lessons towards future programs and policies that better serve us all. And for another example, you might remember from the last episode a letter we sent with the Office of Victim Services and Justice Grants to encourage families to participate in a program meant to help student attendance. It didn't work the way we had hoped, 
but we continue to care deeply about how communications from schools will work best for families. So oftentimes, families feel inundated with one-way notifications about problems their child is having. They get daily robocalls each time their child is absent. They get letters like the ones we send. But we began to think, what if these interactions were two-way and focused not just on problems, but also on accomplishments and progress? Would that have a more positive impact on the family-school relationship? So under the leadership of the Office of the Deputy Mayor for Education, we've started a project with several public schools in D.C. and an education-based social enterprise to develop tools for schools to move past letters and robocalls. So these tools allow teachers and school leadership to personally engage parents about a range of topics related to their child. So an ACED math test, an improvement in attendance after some struggles, and yes, alerts when things are getting serious. The project is in progress, but it's another way we're addressing student attendance, which is a marathon-length challenge in D.C. In one final example, Last year, we partnered with the Department of Human Services, or DHS, to test whether a reminder letter designed using science could help families remember to renew their eligibility for much-needed cash assistance. The letters successfully increased the number of families who continued receiving benefits by 14%. That project is a success in our book, but an effective letter is just one step in the right direction. Defeating complex problems like poverty requires complex, multidimensional solutions. So we partnered with DHS again. This time, we're planning a randomized evaluation to see whether a coaching model can help more families achieve and maintain economic self-sufficiency. As you can see from these examples, the six steps of the lab project cycle, listen, design, do something, test, decide, repeat, comes to life in many different ways depending on the needs of an agency or the policy challenge. The type of method we use may vary. The steps in the project cycle may not always follow one after the other. But regardless of the projects or the step we're on, the underlying objective is to do better by the people we serve, DC residents. With better knowledge of what works, what doesn't, and what might work better, we can make the most efficient use of our valuable resources and better serve the district today and for the future. Thanks for listening to the podcast at DC, a production of The Lab at DC. Our producer is Nellie Moore, and our podcast intern is Tim Madden. We want to know what you think of the podcast at DC, and we want to hear your ideas for what topics we should be covering. Go to tinyurl.com slash the podcast at DC to take part in our listener survey. The link is also in the description of this episode. Your feedback will help us improve our content and production quality, and it'll also allow us to better serve district residents and improve evidence-based governance in DC. If you liked what you heard, visit our website at thelab.dc.gov, where you can sign up for our mailing list. You should also follow us on Twitter at thelab underscore DC. However you choose to connect with us, you can find more information on our work and stay updated on what we're doing. For more episodes of the podcast at DC, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Sam Quinney.